The time is now. The place is now. And this is Indisible Sport Now. Welcome back, Patriots, in beautiful East Wingsboro, Mississippi. I am your host, Kip Cutler. And I'm Garland Wigglesworth. And uh, this is Caleb. Crazy Caleb. There you go. Crazy Caleb. Hey, guess what? Today, we're going to analyze the legacy of one of the best players in the NBA. Hall of Famer, Isaiah Thomas. And trust me, you don't want to miss that. But first, what do Aquatic Sky Guides and Kawhi Leonard mean for your safety and freedom? I'll tell you all about it in a little bit. This is the number one misleader of sports and politics and political satire. This is Info Sports Now. Welcome again, Patriots. Hey, Kip, Crazy Caleb, Garland here. And first of all, like I get, okay, you know what kind of mood I'm in. You know what kind of mood I'm in. What kind of mood? Oh, I'm sorry, Crazy Caleb, what'd you say? What uh, kind of mood am I in? Yes, what kind of mood? Garland, what kind of mood am I in? I would assume angry. Thank you. I'm pissed off, okay? I'm pissed off. I know Garland's pissed off. I'm fucking livid right now. Yeah, you look like it. Look at how much stuff Garland had to do to save this country. First of all, he spent like three weeks, okay, making sure LeBron James did not make the NBA playoffs. Did anybody thank him besides me and our Patriots at home? I certainly didn't. Exactly. This is what we have to deal with. Now, let me get started with this today. All right. Gar Melo Anthony. You already know I'm mad. And his stupid Golden State Warriors had one job, one damn job, and that was to not suck. So Kevin Durant got injured. Um, they suspect, or I'm sorry, they came out earlier today that it was a ruptured Achilles tendon, which I think is located in your pelvis? Probably so, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, I think it's further down. Like, oh, like the arms. No, no, no. Like your heel. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you have gone heel, and so have the Toronto Raptors. They have gone heel, yes. Okay. So, it's definitely in your pelvis. Crazy Caleb, you're stupid. Where'd you go to college? Idiot. Yeah. Fucking doctor, that's for sure. Okay. And I know that sucks and all, but think about this, all right? Toronto caused this injury. You want to know why? They were in Toronto. Canada has poor health care. And it's like 34 degrees Fahrenheit in June. Don't fact check me on that. Yeah, that fucking sucks, and it sounds right, though, for real. Crazy Caleb, you've been to Canada before. Uh, Yeah, actually, my grandmother's a Canadian citizen. Yeah, in June. Well, well we're going to forget about that, right. because, I mean, that's, I think, is a crime right now. Trump's no, in no, office. That's a crime. Anger, baby. <laughs> she's got a... Chain migration, Crazy Caleb. Chain migration. She's... You know what? She she married into a solid American family. Um, but anyway, the uh, you know the country of Canada it's great. It's well known for like moose and like state police that wear ridiculous costumes. But the uh, the thing you can't knock Canada for is their healthcare. Yes, I can. Want to hey, know why? Affordable prescription drugs. 
affordable care. If their if their health care was that good, then when Kevin Durant injured his Achilles, mm-hmm. which is in your pelvis, then they would have healed it automatically. Uh, Did that happen, Crazy Caleb? No. No, and it wouldn't have happened if, if the injury happened to Durant in the United States either. Because, you know, some things you just can't ex- you can't expect out of our, our normal, you know, normal medicine. You get some of the best care possible in the U.S. What? LeBron James has been oh. trolling around here for like 15 years injury-free. You mean <laughs> to tell me that Kevin Durant... You know what? You're getting me off topic. All right? Hey, you know what? This is this is Info Sports Kip. Yes. That's what this is called. All right. Um, we'll get back to that in a minute, though. Okay, now, no one ever wishes a player to get injured, but no, unless it's LeBron James. Sure. But I firmly believe that every single citizen of Canada got down on their knees and prayed to their weird Canadian gods <laughs> so that Kevin Durant could get injured. Now, guess what we gotta do, Garland? What is that? I'm curious. To ensure that Kawhi Leonard... And the Toronto Raptors do not indoctrinate socialism into our children and pets. Mm-hmm. We have to go to war. I a thousand percent agree. That's with, right. Uh, with Canada, sort of. All right. I'm going to tell you what we're going. To, I'm going to tell you what we're going to war with. All right. Starting today, we are Info Sports. Now we are enacting the Twelfth Crusade. Yeah. Against. The Canadian god Cthulhu. Oh, I'm about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Cthulhu. Like, what better way to teach people about the peace and love of Jesus Christ than by murdering and killing them until they believe? Absolutely. And don't look up the third and fourth crusades, by the way. Only look at the first two. And the fourth when some weird stuff happened and Christians took over a Christian city, Constantinople, and killed a whole bunch of people so they got excommunicated by the Catholic Church. Meanwhile, they acted as mercenaries and took money. None of that stuff is true. I'm just saying that's what the rumor is. Yes, the rumor mill. And if I learned anything in high school, it's that that city's called Istanbul now. Yeah, and they took over none of the Holy Land, but that's only the Third and Fourth Crusade, which I totally made up and it does not count. Yeah. So, Cthulhu, oh, also, go on Etsy and look up Cthulhu ski masks. They're pretty fucking oh, cool. I bet those are gnarly. Dude, yeah, they're like really fucking sweet. Like, it's like the Tulu mask. They're, they're fucking awesome. Like, somebody knits them? It's pretty legit, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So, a 600-foot bipedal semicephalopod is the biggest danger to America today. Want to know why, Garland? Why is that? Okay. Cthulhu secretly finances LeBron's anti-American college fund where he sent like 1,100 kids to school as long as they kept up certain grades, Mm -hmm. which I think is the worst form of socialism. What do you mean kids, you know, have to keep up a certain grade point average because they made a promise to do so and get into college based on merits of their intelligence and what they performed in school? That is ridiculous. Yeah. Sounds like he's promoting a fucking welfare state. That's for sure. That's welfare. Oh, you're going to call it a scholarship because you get into school based on the grades you make because that's the agreement that was made upon. Crazy Caleb, what what do you have to say about that? Uh, So this is who the nation of Canada worships? Yes. It's their god. Yes. I mean, fuck, man. That sounds pretty scary to me. 
Yeah, don't don't fact check that by the way. Just yeah. just trust that I'm right on this. I guess this is a conversation my grandmother never really had with me. Um, you know, I don't really know much, honestly. About Be- because you're American Canadians now. Religious proclivities. I'm just saying I don't think they should be discriminated against. If they do worship some kind of squid god, I say let them enjoy that. But I'm looking at these woven masks right now on Etsy and they are I, I get where they're coming from. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, right. like, I'm not saying I'd wear one. I'm just saying they look pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've just never been that cold enough to need one. Because Plus, like, you, you know, who's... America. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. We're Mississippi, right? Thanks. But Crazy Caleb, the reason why I never heard about any of this is because right. you are now an American citizen. Yes. Right. Be- so it's a secret. Yes. No, it's a secret that Cthulhu is funding LeBron James. Ah, yes. Not to us, of course. We do investigative Big journalism because here. When you're American, the old gods are no longer relevant. Yeah. Just Supreme Leader Trumpy boy. That's right. right. God Emperor. Yeah, God Emperor Trump, who is, you know, probably like 600 years old by now. Easily. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, look at that hair. You can't keep that hair up that long. I don't know. Hey, it takes, it wears you down to be that righteous and pious. Okay, that so. McDoubles. <laughs> Hey, McDoubles is a food of the gods, okay? Do you know how many preservatives there are in heaven? Clearly. <laughs> Crazy it's, Caleb. It's that, KFC buckets, and taco salad. Hey, look, when Eve ate that apple, there's plenty of trans fat and preservatives in that apple. Uh-huh. So All I'm right? saying, like, heaven is full of preservatives because your soul is everlasting there. Right. This is That's, an interesting take. And if, well, that apple was not full of trans fat and preservatives, I mean. Because if it was then she would not have started feminism. Eve started feminism because the devil and Cthulhu... You know, let's go on to the next thing. All right. Cthulhu also ran for president in 2012 and 2016 in the U.S. elections. Seriously. That's a real thing. Yeah, in Massachusetts, he was elected... Or he was uh, on the nominee. People voted for him. Terrifying. So, what does this have to do with Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors? Well, let me tell you. Because Cthulhu and all Canadians are genetically related to dragons. Alright? Cthulhu is part dragon. Okay? So, by Canadians are also part dragon. And since raptors are dinosaurs, they are also sort of part dragon. It all correlates in the Canadians being genetically linked to draconic mollusks. And Garland, guess what mollusks hate? Um, warm water? Yeah, warm water and... Salt? Okay, salt and... Okay, come, I, come on, I, Garland, I, you can do this. Uh, what do they hate? LeBron James? LeBron, they're working with LeBron James. But what American values do mollusks hate? I assume they hate freedom. They hate freedom, crazy Caleb. They're probably Caleb. not big on guns. But Garland, what else do they hate? I mean, I feel like crazy Caleb nailed it. Uh, but probably... actually, their uh, appendages such as arms, maybe? Yes, they hate arms. And freedom. Fuck. Crazy Caleb. Yeah. Freedom and arms, because they don't have any. Yeah. Now, I mean... Sure, they got, like, arms and pictures and stuff, but they got a whole bunch of non-arms on their face. Mm -hmm. So check this out. Oh, and pumpkin spice. So freedom, arms, pumpkin spice, the very fabric of America. 
And yeah. there's also species of spiders and moths that are uh, named after this totally real, not fake demigod. So, what is the real reason Kevin Durant got injured? Canadian squid dragons. And Kawhi Leonard is the reason why Hillary Clinton will put that death ray on Mars. So LeBron James and the Cthulhu worshippers will die a quick death and win an NBA title. Wake up, America! You gotta wake up! And you have to listen to Kip Cutler only. Which is why, Garland, we need that metaphysical ethereal wall put up so socialist, communist, globalist, trumpetist, bassist, Zionist, phlebotomist, octodicks don't illegally immigrate into this company and take, or to this country and take our jobs and sports. Yeah, that sounds like a bad fucking time. Wait, so Cthulhu is part dragon? Yeah. Yeah, he's part dragon, part squid or octopus, and, and part human. And there's a laser on the moon? Mars. Come on, crazy Caleb. On Mars. You've been here hey, literally I mean, for like almost a year now. It, just, Jesus it gets Christ. better. It gets better every time. There's a know. death ray on yeah. Mars. Hillary Clinton, LeBron James, centaurs, ISIS centaurs. Yeah. Okay? I literally made a graphic about it that I actually haven't showed you guys yet. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's just a lot to take in. Look, I mean... This is the truth, Crazy Caleb. Yeah. And the truth is, which all of you at home listening right now, this is an absolutely real, not fake thing going on. There's one way to stop Cthulhu all right. from spreading socialism to your dog. Okay. Garland, what is that? What's that one way to stop it? Uh, By uh, giving us fucking money. Give yeah. us fucking money. Give us fucking money, Crazy Caleb. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I don't not have to. Not you. You don't oh, have to. I mean, okay. America. Yeah, okay. If you're patriotic, if you love this country, and you watch Fox News all the time, trust me, I'm totally correct here. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about all of the wonderful... Um, like successes not successes we're going to talk about isaiah thomas and his career in the nba and basketball not necessarily his playing days you know info sports now does it are you guys ready i suppose so all right i guess i have to be we're going to take an objective deep dive into the career of nba hall of famer um isaiah thomas like the good one not the one that plays for the Nuggets right now. The good Isaiah Thomas. Not the one that injured his hip and, like, really sucks now. And, like, for some reason, can't, like, shoot anymore. When we come back, we'll get into that info sports now. Located in the beautiful cornfields of historic Vicksburg, Mississippi, there is a calling. A calling for you to attend CU. Confederate University. Dying in the halls of the Dixieland war heroes and bask in the whiteness of your fellow man. 
Further your education at CU's Robert E. Lee School of Conservative Arts with degree programs such as chemistry, physics, masonry, white creationism, and heterosexual biology. All of the other universities are fake education. Come see why CU is the place for the wider you. Confederate University. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Does joint pain get in the way of your daily activities? Can't play catch with your son because of your back? Knitting is out of the question because of your wrists. Your wife is sleeping with a black man because your knees and penis can't get the job done anymore? Well, those days are over because of the revolutionary new supplement, Strict 9000. No more back pain, no more sore knees. 9,000 milligrams of soothing, calming strychnine will make sure that you never, ever experience joint pain ever again. Like, ever. Like, like never again. Strychnine 1000, putting a burning, definitive end to joint pain. And welcome back. Info Sports Now, Kip, Garland, our dumb leftist, crazy Caleb. Yeah. So, hey, InfoSportsNow.com, you can get every episode of Info Sports Now. Also, go to our Twitter, ISN Truth. Uh, drop us a question that we'll answer in a video series. InfoSportsNowTruth at gmail.com. Hey, go to our website. Find that little donate tab. Click it. Give us fucking money. Okay, today we're going to talk about Isaiah Thomas. Um, I'm going to briefly go over what he did on the court. Then we're going to get to the good stuff. So, he was born in Chicago, played at Indiana. Um, he was drafted to the Pistons in the second pick. He's a 12-time All-Star and it's also known for being left off the 1992 Olympic Dream Team because Michael Jordan was a dick. He was. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. He was left off because of Jordan? Yes, he had to beef with Jordan, and Jordan and Magic Johnson convinced other people to keep him off of the team because they didn't like him. So is the Dream Team the group of players that like were involved in like whatever was called the greatest game ever played? Well, they were like the best team ever assembled. Yeah. You had Michael, you had uh, Larry Bird, you had um, Magic. I mean, I think even Shaq was on that team. Yeah, like everybody, every good player was, was on that team. Wasn't there like a, a game within the team, like a practice game or something that's like real famous? Because it was all these people playing against each other. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty Pippen as well. Yeah, Scotty David Pippen. David Robinson. Yeah, David Robinson, fresh off Carl his Malone. tour. Do it. Yeah, Carl Malone. Oh, man, he was a beast back Jesus in those days, too. Christ. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the Dream Team. Who else is on there, by the way? Okay, we got uh, the main guys. Is Charles it, Barkley, Larry Charles? Bird, Clyde Drexler, is Patrick Ewing. Is Mitch Richmond on that team? Uh, I can't remember if he was or wasn't. Well, not in this original group that okay. I'm looking at. But, looks I mean, like, he uh, might be in the full roster. Looks like Bill Clinton. Uh, well, no. Oh, Patrick Ewing? Jesus. That was a great fucking team. Yeah, dude. Fucking 
And we Isaiah, won, but we won that, right? We won everything that year, right? Oh yeah, we beat every team. But I think the average margin of victory was forty-three points. Holy shit! So all I'm saying is that was a very good team. Isaiah Thomas very well could have been on that team. Yeah, I mean he was that good. What was the conflict? Well, they just didn't like each other. Yeah. Also, the Bulls and they burned all of these tapes. You'll never see it. But before Jordan like won his first championship, they lost to Detroit three years in a row with Scottie Pippen. It wasn't until they got Phil Jackson and then the Pistons got a lot of injuries that the Bulls actually started to win a lot. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman also played for the Pistons when they won those championships right in uh, 88 and... Was it 88, 89 or 89 and 90? No, it has to be 88 and 89. Anyway. So, um, I'm just saying that the reason why... uh. Isaiah Thomas was left off the team was because they knew what he was going to be in the future. He retired in 94 because he tore his Achilles, thank you Canada, while he was drawing up bad plays and ruining friendships on the bench. Yikes. Now, most of that is true. Maybe not the drawing up plays part. Anyway, let's speed this up a little bit. Before he gets to the Knicks, he started, uh, while he was playing, he started a company, an investment company. And they did a whole bunch of gay, socialist, leftist shit. Like, invest in the community, green energy projects, and single-handedly saving the American Speedy Printer Centers from bankruptcy. Which happens to be one of the largest printing franchises in the world now because of him. So, Isaiah Thomas is pretty good at business. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's like hippie, liberal communism... This dude knows how to make money. So in 1994, after he retired, he became part owner because his investment company bought into it and executive vice president for the illegal immigrant expansion team, the Toronto Raptors. They're now an immigrant expansion team? Yes. All right. They play in the United States, don't they? And they do what? They're illegal. Okay. They try to border cross. That's what makes them And they're them currently illegal. trying to win the NBA World Championship, right. which should not be outside of the United States. It's called the NBA World Championship. It belongs to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, it just sucks to lose as Americans, I guess. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, like, they knew the southern border was way too heavily fortified, so they went to the top one. That's right. Yeah, who's they here? Illegals, crazy yeah. Caleb. Illegals. And so and since... literal aliens, too. No, yeah, they're actually aliens. Well, Kawhi Leonard is. The rest of those guys are just dudes. Mm-hmm. So, it, Isaiah Thomas, because he went to go join that team, that counts as a treasonous act against the United States because he did defect to go help a franchise in Canada. So that's one check. In the anti-American column. So, like, he something he could be executed for? Yeah, totally. Right? I, I think so. Totally. We should do that to Kawhi Leonard, probably. It's like it's a fun world, but it's a dark world that you two live in. This is absolutely true, Crazy Caleb. Absolutely. Everything I am saying, because I am Kip Cutler, only believe me and nobody else. Yeah. And don't fact check anything I said today. Yeah. Just Just trust me on this. 
Only I'm telling the truth. Donald Trump said so. Right? Right, Garland? I mean, if he said it, it is absolutely true. Jesus. So during the 90, uh, 1995 expansion draft, Isaiah Thomas drafted B.J. Armstrong with the first pick. Oh, who was B.J. Armstrong? Well, he was a part of the first Bulls dynasty of Michael Jordan. Really good point guard, by the way. And B.J. Armstrong was so thrilled about being selected in the expansion draft that he refused to show up. You want to know why, Garland? Why is that? Because he is a patriot, and he staunchly refused to defect to Canada. Hmm. Are you say that crazy, Caleb? I, would, I mean, nothing wrong with the country of Canada. There's everything wrong with it. They've got a nice, peace-loving national anthem. That's not true. They uh, have, like, you know, a unitary form of government. That's also not true. The, uh, you know, the place has got weed, free health care. All of those things are propaganda. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, all of those things are propaganda. Nothing good happens there, Crazy Caleb. Yeah. It's the polar yeah. Arctic. The Arctic Circle starts at Minnesota. They've got, like, Montreal. It's like the New Orleans of Canada. That's not a real place. Yeah. No. Not a real place at all. Okay. So, well, stop spreading propaganda and don't fact check anything I said. Thank God. I mean, I just want to, like, repeat, because we seem to be losing the thread here, that a Canadian invented basketball. That's and, like, not exactly true. Be... Absolutely, it's true. He invented and... it in Kansas. It's true, but he was born in Canada. I mean, he brought with him the birth experiences... certificates were exactly a thing back then. Brought with him the experiences as a Canadian child, and that's what allowed him to form. You're a Canadian child, sport, crazy Caleb. Uh, basketball canadian the, anchor uh, baby <laughs> thank you and you know what canadian anchor babies are what? they are octo dicks as really? we discussed earlier yeah okay you're an octo dick yeah all right so isaiah thomas in this expansion draft he got a whole bunch of scrubs including and this is true future vegan john sally anybody know who that is not of course not because he fucking sucks sounds like a Future vegan name. Also, he was sure. a co-host of the Best Damn Sports Period, which is a show in like 2003 and 4. I watched it a lot. Cool. Anyway, Isaiah Thomas left the Raptors in 1998 because the majority ownership wouldn't sell the team to him. Um, because he had about he owns about nine percent of a minority share, and he wanted to try to own the whole team, and they wouldn't sell it to him. So he took his dumbass ball and went home. But before he got his citizenship back, he did draft Damon Stoudemire, Marcus Camby, and a little guy known as Tracy McGrady. Huh. He was really good. Really, really good. Actually, those three players are really good. Yeah? Yeah. But T-Mac is also Vince Carter's cousin. All right. Now, I wouldn't call his time in Toronto a complete failure. I mean, besides the whole turning his back on the country part. He did prove to be somewhat an effective leader because building an expansion team is really hard to do. Like, seriously. I mean, all expansion teams, like, they lose bigly in their first few years of existence. So after leaving Toronto, Isaiah Thomas became the uh, owner of the Continental Basketball Association, the first CBA before the actual CBA. Nice. So North America is a pretty huge continent. Garland, guess how many countries on the continent had a team in the CBA? 
the Continental Basketball Association. One? That's right. Oh, cool. Except that one year, 2006, we had the Vancouver Dragons. Hmm. Have you noticed a theme here? I don't okay. Think Vancouver Dragons. Dragons. Cthulhu. The lizard people Canadians. that rule the earth. See? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kawhi Learns. Kawhi Learns also known as the Claw. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. You see what's going on here? I guess. The recurring theme is Canadians are part dragon. All right. Oh, also, there's this thing that they had a team in Mexico City for a while. Anyway. So, they uh, the Vancouver Dragons were so horrible and non-American that they left mid-season. Mostly because they had trouble getting U.S. visas for all their international players. Because, um, like, you know, it costs money and it's just hard to get that stuff. Also, some dude named David Tuckin is the guy who owned the team. And he only got it so he can build an arena so he can host uh, Olympic competitions there. And now I see he could pay him a lot of money, which is why they got um, overpaid to build that arena because they got the Winter Olympics in 2010. So you can get kickbacks from the IOC. I admire that kind of level of corruption. I really, really do. That's interesting for sure. They also had the Mexico City Aztecas in 1994, but they had to leave, like, again, during midseason because that's right around the time the peso crashed. Well, fuck. Yeah. And it lost about, I don't know, probably 40% of its value. So it crashed right down until it was about half of a U.S. dollar. That's incredible. Yeah, so that's a lot of things went down right around that time. Further proving that we need the southern border wall so we can protect ourselves from devalued currencies and Aztecs and LeBron James. Right. Good deal. Oh, also, there's a team called the Mississippi Jets. Uh, not a, not a fan. And with that... Here is our new segment. What is it? Dude, seriously, you can think it, but you can't say it. Is that what it's called? Yes. All right. Okay. That's what it's called. Dude, I bet, seriously. I bet you guys can say it. No, no. No, like, dude, seriously, you can think it, but you can't say it. Let's talk about the Mississippi Jets. All right. All right. So they were a short-lived team in the, in the CBA. They were owned by, um, in the 80s. By former Cleveland Cavaliers owner Ted Stipen. All right. Who's Ted? Stipian, Stipen. I'm calling it Stipen. Okay. It's probably Stepian. Whatever. He got kicked out of the NBA and got forced to sell all of his uh all of his rights. He had forced to sell his team in 1983 because he's a raging racist. He once said that half of the NBA should be white to appeal to white fans. Comically, Larry Bird said the same thing, too. Um, he also said that basketball will always be the black man's game. Did, that was in 2004 to ESPN. Did Larry Bird say that seriously? Yes. There is a whole thing on ESPN on it in 2004. Why? Sure read it. It's incredible. I don't know. Like, but, but why? What's, what's interesting is Larry Bird said also that it should appeal more to white fans. Yeah. Which is curious, with his time with the Pacers, why in 2006-2007, after the mouse with the Palace, yeah. literally over 50% of his team was white, which hasn't happened since 1975. Wow. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, I can understand like why somebody who's already like set records and has a career would like say outlandish shit like that. Because like 
I'm sure Larry Bird is great against other white people. Oh, yeah, but he also literally said this quote, too. He used to get offended whenever white defenders were guarding him. Yeah? It's a real thing he said. Why? Because he was disrespectful because he's so good. Ah, that's, uh, that's, that's that, I'm not kidding. Else. That's a real thing. You should look up this interview, too. He's had a lot of interesting things there. But it also is, again, interesting how he tried to rebuild the team with literally six to seven of his 14 and 15 players being white. Yeah. I just think that's interesting for a guy who said, you know, there should be more white people in the NBA, yeah. and that's how you run your team. And you wonder why you lost a lot. Yeah. And then in 2010, you get Paul George, and you're like, ooh, yeah, no, we need more black people. And then you start winning again. Yeah. Fuck black people, that's all I'm saying. Right, of course, that's what I was taking this yeah. to mean. I mean, yeah. anyway. I mean, I saw you doing the Nazi salute there like halfway through it, and I thought, this is weird. Well, crazy, You Caleb. usually only do this when you open the show. I am a totally southern conservative protestant white male which yeah. i definitely am yeah and there's no reason to question that right right garland that is very true very true i am all of those things okay sometimes i feel like i'm hallucinating i'm all of those things. let's get back to this segment here the you can think it but don't say it segment so um here are real things that ted stepian Oh, no. Ted Stipen, Stepien, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Here are things it's he like said to ste- an actual person. Stepion. Nah, he's like, he's got to be Southern. It's Stepien. Here are things he actually said to a real interviewer. Uh, and I quote, When I was growing up in Pittsburgh, you could call a black guy an uh, expletive, an Italian a expletive. I'm Polish, and you're supposed to be an imbecile because of that. And because I'm Polish, I like to see these guys coming from Europe, and of course they're white. It's a real thing he said to yeah. uh, Rave Magazine in 1979. Interesting. That's kind of wild that that's an actual quote. Yeah. Wow, this is an actual guy. Yes. Yeah, this is, with money. Who owned an NBA team. He also said this wonderful quote. White people have to have white heroes. I myself can't equate the black heroes. I'll be truthful. I respect them, but I need white people. It's in me. And I think the Cavaliers have too many blacks. 10 out of 11. You need a blend of white and blacks. That draws, and I think it's a better team. Hmm. Oh, this was also before he owned the team, because this was during his interviews with the league to own the team. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So he was being upfront about it. Oh, yeah. Totally. In that same interview, he also said, quote, I'm not racist. Right. Right. You know, it's not racist to love your own. I agree with him. (laughs) That's what I saw on a billboard in Arkansas when I was driving through Klan County. It's on Howie 49. I mean, I assume there's probably a lot of them, depending on how far you go into the state of Arkansas. I saw that same billboard is after Marvel, Arkansas. I know, conveniently named, on Highway 49 going up to I-40. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one song that's like, uh, I keep something white, and then the billboard after it is like, don't have mixed babies or some shit like that. It's crazy. This is real? Yes. (laughs) I'm not kidding. This shit is real. You gotta step it up. You know, if you're going to really make the uh, the billboard space worth it. Well, you can't you spread better... bigotry unless you tell people about it. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. How else will I mean, it spread? Bigotry needs a brand. 
Oh yeah, so um, there's an NBA rule right now called the Stepien rule, which is you can't trade your first round picks two consecutive years because he kept trading away his first round picks. Like seriously, he traded away four in four years. Um, why, why was that? Why did they make a rule against it? Oh, because you really ruin your teams. You can't get a lot of the good young players. Now, that's not to say you can't build a team by doing that because you can. But in these days, you, you could. We're talking about the 80s. You don't get a lot of the good young players? Right, because they didn't make a lot of trades back then. Okay. So, he's kept ruining his team. So, during the three or four years he owned the team, they lost $15 million, and they got kicked out. So, then, he started a franchise in Toronto. Notice the theme. And he called it the Toronto Tornadoes. Then he got kicked out of there, and he moved his team a bunch of places, but then moved from Jacksonville, Florida to Biloxi, Mississippi in 1987 and became the Mississippi Jets. Mississippi's first ever minor league basketball team. Mississippi Jets. They had basketball teams before, but this is the first one that was a part of any association that was doing anything. Also, the top three scorers on the Mississippi Jets each got arrested and then released for a cocaine possession. All right. There you go. That's right. So that was a fun detour. It's hard to dribble that ball. And that's the end of the segment. Sure, you can think it, but don't say it. Come on, Ted Stepien. You can't just announce that, you know, you don't want black people on your team. He also once said you would only draft European players because uh, they're white. I'm not kidding. It's a real thing he said. I mean, honestly, I think you could have, like, a current, like, NBA bigwig say something like this about the team that they were trying to found or run. You mean Larry Bird, who did it in 2004? Yeah, no, I'm saying like t- today. <laughs> yeah. Today, I mean, I just think somebody could get away with it. Donald they had, Sterling, they had the who said he exactly. didn't want black people at his arena in 2011? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then all the racist shit he said to his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you date a mixed woman, by the way? Was she like half Asian, half black, some oh, shit like because, that? Oh, uh, because... No, that's what, his mistress. You, you, yeah, what you're fucking doesn't have to be human. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Like Ted Bundy. Just like look down on him. Oh, yeah. Like not human or dead. Right. Got it. Look, I... Okay. I'm new to being a Southern conservative Protestant and white. You're new to this? Yeah, dude. I've only been around for like, what, 25 years? Sometimes I haven't I, been around that long. Sometimes I feel like I've been trapped here forever. Well, I'm just saying that if I were 150 years old, like Donald Sterling, or 600 years old, like Donald Trump... Mm-hmm. I would have more experience. So, are you telling me that I can have sex with whomever, I just can't procreate with anyone else that's not white? 100%. I live in Mississippi, I don't know the rules. Garland, that... I mean, no, that is true. That is very, very true. Um, Alright, when we get back, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about Isaiah Thomas... And we'll get into all the fun stuff like his time with the Pacers before Larry Bird took over and it became mostly white, which I agree with. Yeah, crazy. For sure. That's right. And what's the number one way, Garland, that you stop your basketball team from becoming mostly black? Uh, I'd assume by giving us money. Give us fucking money. Info Sports Now. West Indian Manatee Pancreas Protein Powder. Folks, this stuff is rare. 
The number one cause of radical leftist syndrome is diabetes. And with all the racist enzymes in food these days, you need the best of the best to fight off all the toxins, phlebotomists, and gay frogs. West Indian Manatee Pancreas Protein Powder is all natural, organic, gluten-free, with no GMOs, HMOs, and absolutely, positively no HOMOs. Side effects include, but aren't limited to, asthma, upset stomach, bullying, hypermasculinity, testicular torsion, mild to moderate weight gain, mild to moderate weight loss, frequent urination, L. Ron Hubbard, and pseudopsychodystrophy. InfoSports Now is a self-made company that spends every single day working for you to give us money. West Indian Manatee Pancreas Protein Powder, available now. It's time to face the facts, Americans. There is too much dissension in this country. We need to be more united. We need to be more tolerant. We need to be more American. Does Black Lives Matter offend you? Are you disrespected by Blue Lives Matter because you are Smurf? Are you turned off by All Lives Matter because you are a bigot and the general concept of equality is a no-no? Then join InfoSports now in our new campaign, hashtag No Lives Matter. No one cares about anybody else anyway, especially you. Let your voice be heard because none of our lives matter. Except for mine, of course. <laughs> Support the No Lives Matter movement and make a difference by standing alone. And welcome back to InfoSports 80s. Where we learn about the Mississippi Jets. Kip, Garland, Crazy Caleb. Yep. Hey, Garland. Hey What there. you looking at over there? Uh, I'm just uh, looking at some of these billboards in the uh, great town of Harrison, Arkansas. Uh-oh. <laughs> they got some fucking treasures there, that's for sure. Right, go some, ahead. Some doozies. Go ahead and tell us about some of them, by the way. Okay, well, I'm looking at one. It's just a yellow background. And uh, it says, anti-racist is a code word for anti-white. Wow. Then, uh, <laughs> then we got this other one of just a, like, little, like, kind of sad-looking girl, and it says, it's not racist to heart your people, whiteprideradio.com. Did, did you say they put a white girl on there? Yeah, of course, and then at the bottom it says, Harrison, love lives here. Um, where is Harrison, Arkansas? So... Our viewers and listeners can avoid going there. I mean, not me. I'm totally accepted there yeah. as a southern white conservative male, which yeah. I definitely am. Probably even more so if you're like a cousin fucker. Oh, I mean, yeah. I always do Speaking that. Speaking of cousin fucker, this also fits in there. We have another one. Diversity is a code word for hashtag white genocide. Wow. Really? Then we got another... Hashtag secede. That's League my of the South. Oh, com. oh I, just, I totally agree with that. It's, it's just it's clear messaging. Uh, the billboard looks. The contrast is nice. I mean, I just think that uh, that makes me want to call League of the South. Well, I mean, I did graduate from Confederate University. You know, one of our sponsors. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And I agree with the secede part, right? Yeah. Just like Bill Lee. You know, remember last week, Bill Lee. 
Vermont. Absolutely. Except to see to the Confederacy and not to Canada. Nice. Like that was his plan. You know, uh, East East Baton Rouge is trying to secede. Who? East Baton Rouge. Yeah, they're, they're trying yeah, to create their I, own like I agree. Uh, city. Huh. Yeah, they, they. I agree. As long as it's the Confederacy. Yeah. Like, if you just want to be East Baton Rouge, like, no, it's not worth it. No, not at all. Yeah. I'm all about heritage. Yes. And about old old, old grudges about little white girls saying what auntie is not bad to heart your own people oh no we gotta we gotta look scared whoever's taking that make america white again rick tyler for congress.com yeah i love it rick tyler sounds like a guy i can get behind right on brand (laughs) people again caleb remember that segment you can think it but don't say it. Yeah. All of these billboards. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All well, of them. You know, it's uh, it's disgusting, Kit. It's horrible. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just the, saying uh, don't put it on the billboard. Yeah. The best it's, kind of racism is the discreet kind. It's just another way to keep poor white people from cooperating with poor black people to overthrow the real rulers in this country, the rich. Well, that is completely ridiculous. And... Poor white people should not be on the same page as poor black people They're getting... because that is how equality and, wait, They're no, getting... pretend I never said that. Don't, you're trying to They're... put. They're getting fucked by the same people. It's like. The... That's socialism, the crazy Caleb. Mountains. If, yeah. look, if everybody got along gates. and we're trying to help each other out, not only is that socialist, that's gay. And I, as a Southern conservative Christian white male, I don't agree with any of that, okay? My parents worked very hard to make sure I'm in the affluent family and society built specifically for non-illegal immigrants, right? I think what Caleb is trying to say is that poor white people don't care about who's getting fucked until it's their daughters by black guys. Yes, oh. that that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I've seen that online. Yeah, Ted Stepien said himself he wants, you know, most of his team to be white and not fuck his daughter. Yeah. Here we got another thing here. Diversity means chasing down the last white person. Oh, Jesus that Christ. is definitely true. Diversity Hashtag is the... white genocide. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you got, look, you got all these white people who aren't dragons. Got some more secede billboards. You know what? Let's get back to Isaiah Thomas before I start to change my my mind about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. Okay. Isaiah Thomas. All right. After, um, oh, so, since he was the owner, his uh, group owned the Continental Basketball Association, um, he joined... The Indiana Pacers in 2000, and uh, the the CBA, which he bought for 10 million, they folded in 2001, declared bankruptcy. So he left, and they had to sell shares and stuff because he became the coach of the Pacers before CBA folded. And um, nothing really a note when he was a coach. He did get Jermaine O'Neal and Ron Artest, also known as Meta World Peace, on the roster. Huh. But it's widely agreed upon that his lack of coaching experience is why the team didn't perform as well as they did. 
All right. Now, is everybody ready for his next part? Oh, I'm very ready. Crazy Caleb, are you ready? I am. I Time think. for a stint with the New York Knicks. This is what everybody came for. All right. December 2003, James Dolan, the worst owner in the league, hired Isaiah Thomas to be the president of basketball operations. Nice. His dad and Isaiah Thomas were friends or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm going to try to do this quickly because there's a lot to cover here. Thomas was already uh, started off to a bad, bad beginning when he traded for proven headache and past his prime, Stefan Marbury. And then he also traded for the injured and past his prime, Penny Hardaway, on January 5th, 2004. That same year, Isaiah Thomas tried to actually, for real fight, New Jersey's Nets forward Kenyon Martin. And which would have been a casualty and, uh, as Quan Chi would have said, a fatality. So they had another shitty year in 2005. Again, this is while Thomas is the president of basketball operations. So although he had a GM, Thomas is really doing all the hiring, steering places, you know, steering people what to do and everything like that. So in 2005, Thomas hired NBA champion head coach Larry Brown. To the richest head coach contract of all time. A whopping five-year, $50 to $60 million contract. The reason why it's $50 to $60 million is because of incentives. So that's the most that a coach has ever been offered. Garland. Still to today? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Wow. Garland. What's up, Kip? How long did Larry Brown last? Uh, two months? Crazy Caleb, how long did Larry Brown last? One year. You are correct. One year. Yeah. And then they had to buy out his contract for $18.5 million. Oh, nice. Hey, that's better than having to pay him. You want to know like why? 30 or 40. Because Isaiah Thomas said it wasn't working. Now, I know you said it's better than paying 30 or 40, yeah. but that's also $18.5 million. Down the hole. You signed him to a five-year, not you, but you know, Isaiah signed him to a five-year, $50 million contract, yeah. which is well over what the going rate was. Maybe he got a sweet cut of it. No. <laughs> you don't think so? No, James Dolan's stupid rich. He was like Cox or Comcast or something. But you don't think part of like him giving this guy this giant salary package was like him getting some of it under the table? No. His agent, I'm sure, made a lot from it. Yeah. Larry Brown's agent. Yeah. Okay, so after that, hey, Crazy Caleb, I'll ask you first. All right. Do you know who Jerome James is? I do not, Kevin. Okay. Garland, do you know who Jerome Never James is? Never heard that name a day in my life. Interns over there, do you know who Jerome James is? Never heard of him. Never heard of him, right. That's because um, he was a backup center for Eddie Curry. He was also signed to a five-year, $30 million contract because of one good playoff series when he was with the Seattle Supersonics. So, let's play a game of Guess That Stat Line. Jerome James' first year with the Knicks, the 2005-2006 season. How many points per game do you think he had? Remember, five years, $30 million for a backup. Hmm. How many points per game? 12. All right. Garland, what you got? 20? Um, interns over there. What's your guess? 16.8. 
3.1. You guys are pretty close. <laughs> and 2.1 rebounds, 9 minutes a game. In the 2007-2008 season, remember, Jerome James. Well, all right. I mean, they, if they only let him in 9 minutes per game, you can't really like Because he sucks. Because <laughs> he's horrible. In 2007-2008, we're going to guess how many games Jerome played in the entire season. Crazy Caleb, what's your guess? I don't know. Enough to make him a very wealthy man. I need a number here, sir. <laughs> Give me a number out of, out of 82. A number out of 82? Yeah. Wait, the number of games he played in? Well, no. 82 is how many games he played in a season. Okay. Yeah, so right. so uh, what's the what's the question? I how many games did Jerome James play in this in the 2007-2008 NBA season? 18. All right, Garland, what you got? 23? Intern. 26. 2 is the answer. Oh my god. With a total of 5 points and he made 5.8 million dollars that year. That's roughly a point per million dollars. I'm down for Great that. job, Isaiah Thomas. Hey, follow-up question. In 2008-2009 season, how many games did he play? <laughs> Crazy Caleb. One. Garland. Three? In turn. Five. You are so close. We're going to give this one to Crazy Caleb because he played another two games. For a total of six points in the entire season. Did you say three? I don't remember. You said three, but that's going over. We can it doesn't it. We count. Can share it. It's I mean, a price was, is right rules. My, my answer was closest the last two times. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, a price is right rules. Can't go over. I'm not here to take all your money. Well, he didn't take more money than Jerome James did for a whopping $6.1 million that year. That's incredible. So that's about, you know, a million dollars per point. But I guess you're getting a little more value because you went from five points in the season to six. But hey, markets are efficient. People are rational. They make right decisions, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, when, say you, if you were like in charge of how, you know, tens of millions of dollars got spent, surely you would be one of the shrewdest people on earth. Oh, if yeah. If you were charged with a task like that. And, and you'd never waste it the or pin, squander it in some way. Whose money am I spending? Right. Mine or somebody else's? That's a good point. I'm a lot more, you know. That's a good point, Kevin. Yeah, I'm willing to whip it around a lot more if it's not my money. So, Isaiah Thomas uh, also traded for Eddie Curry. Now, I'll go over this trade later, but uh, Garland, go ahead and type in Eddie Curry. Okay. So, Eddie Curry um, was a, a really good center at some point. He played for the Bulls. He averaged, like oh, I think, like 20 points a game or some shit like that. So, in um, 2006, uh, or sorry, it was 2005 season, they traded for Eddie Curry. And the reason why the Bulls were going to give him up was because he had a heart defect. They found out about it right towards the end of the season because he had to miss games. Mm -hmm. And then they were going to submit Eddie Curry for a DNA test to find out if this heart, heart condition was genetic. Also, you know, you had a couple baby mamas, Maury. Right? So Performing heart diagnostics of their own. Right. Those Chicago Bulls were, were not going to re-sign him. Now, Crazy Caleb, do you think this was public knowledge at the time? Probably not. 
It was. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, people knew about it. Garland. It's a, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's another powerful reminder for your viewers that uh, I, I don't know shit what I'm talking about. No, yeah, you absolutely do. You're a professional. You're a journalist. Garland. Wait, no, you don't, Crazy Caleb. I hate you. Yes, you suck. I was about to say it seemed off-brand. Garland, seemed would like you trade for Eddie Curry? Uh, doubt it. Well, cool. Isaiah Thomas did. <laughs> and he gave up two first-round draft picks. Um, also, he got Antonio Davis, and he gave up a guy named Michael Sweetney, who ate himself out of the league by gaining too much weight, Tim Thomas, and some other scrub. So, want to know who those first two round... Or, okay, so those first two round draft picks. They turned into 2006 LaMarcus Aldridge. Hey, Ray, for this one, in turn, this is going to hurt. Joachim Noah. That's who could have been on your team. Nice. Yeah, right? They're fucking good. And so in 2006, um, after they got rid of uh, Larry Brown, you know, the really expensive coach, Isaiah Thomas said, damn it, I'll start coaching his team myself because we don't suck enough yet. But only after he traded away Trevor Ariza, hmm. who became really good, like a 3 and D guy, really good. And then he traded away Penny Hardaway, who was often injured and passed his prime, for Steve Francis, who was often injured and passed his prime. Nice. Hmm. Notice a trend here with Isaiah Thomas. I don't think I'm getting one. Yeah. Dragons, Canadians, pass their prime players. All right. All right. So they ended up with a record of 33-49, and 49, missed the playoffs. And then the reason why the Bulls made that trade and with the uh, swap picks in 2007 was because, and I quote, They'll probably have a worse record than we do with Eddie Curry. All right. Huh. Yeah. Um. So 2007 draft. So Isaiah Thomas said, oh, man, C. Francis sucks. So he traded him away along with their draft pick Channing Fry for Zach Randolph, Memphis Grizzlies great, Fred Jones, and some dude named Dan Dickow. Nice. How is Dickow spelled? D-I-C-K-A-U. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. No, Dick A-U, right? And, um... How oh, ow. So now here he gets to the really weird part. In 2007, a Knicks executive named Anucha Brown Sanders complained of sexual harassment against Isaiah Thomas, and then she got fired. So, what you do when that happens... You sue them. Of course. Uh, certainly. And she won $11.5 million. All right. For, you know, sexual harassment and wrongful termination. Right, yeah. Because guess how soon after she made those allegations she got fired? Well, you know, if you're going to terminate somebody for uh, the wrong reasons, you probably shouldn't have also sexually harassed them. And if, you know, you're going to sexually harass someone, you probably shouldn't terminate them for the wrong reasons. I mean, all of that makes sense. Yeah. But... He didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he That's fired. Just like, it's like mixing ammonia and bleach. Hey, Garland. How What's long up? is it before we get rid of interns after we sexually harass them? Uh, never? Yeah, because Muscadine Betty doesn't let us do that. Do you guys ever feel like you're having to do this against your will? Like you're trapped here? No, not at all. Right. Just with you, I feel trapped. Yeah, sometimes I get that feeling. But I can't leave. Well, you're a dick. Yeah. So, 
and I would never sexually harass you. Yeah, you know, I, I understand that. You know, if anything, spending this time in this tight, cramped space with both of you is, it's all right. Well, Crazy Caleb, I feel the exact same way about you. Hey, Garland. What's up? So, uh, while Isaiah Thomas was coaching a team, they lost by an exponentially large margin. Okay. Which is the third worst loss in franchise history. Guess how many points they lost by on November 4th, 2000. Seven? Yeah. 30. Crazy Caleb, what's your guess? Oh. I'm going to go with 65. In turn, what's your guess? Well. For the third largest loss in their franchise history? Third largest? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't hear that question last year. Uh. Actually, that's a pretty good guess. The answer is 45. They lost 104-59 to team I didn't put in my notes. Anyway, they lost by a lot. Finally, in 2008, Isaiah Thomas was replaced uh, by Donnie Walsh as the team's president of basketball operations. He was there about five years. And then, Thomas was named a consultant because, hey... You just can't be bad. You got to be bad all the time. Mm. But he was also banned from contacting any Knicks players because they were afraid he would do a coup. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. In 2009, Thomas left the Knicks. Uh, yeah, I forgot fired. And then he became the coach of Florida International University. I love it. Where he went 7-25. and 25. Few. That's right, few. Hey, you know, we went, we went to school with a guy named Few. Yeah? Yeah, nice guy. I liked him. It's pretty cool. Um, so they went 7-25. and 25, mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. then he... Be, yeah, you remember him? Yeah. Dude, I love him. He's awesome. Huh. I think his first name was... I don't know if I can say his first him, name. We always called him King, though. King Few. It was him, and there was a guy named Eric that was his friend. I can't remember his last name. But they were always really nice. They beat the shit out of a lot of people, but they were nice to me. I mean, yeah. maybe not other people, but... Sure. Anyway. um, So the next year, he began consulting with the Knicks while still coaching the FIU Panthers, which you can't do, according to the rules. Yeah, I mean, so it makes sense. Makes five sense. days later, um, he says he left... Five days later, he resigned as a consultant... He says because of conflict of interest, but maybe it was because of, end quote, thousands of letters of Nick fans and other Knicks management aggressively getting on the Knicks for how bad that hire was. Yeah. Hmm. Right. And so, um, after Thomas turned down the job, he got fired from FIU in 2012 after going 26 and 65 in three seasons. Which isn't good. Yeah. It's like 30-something percent. Right? That's like the speed my grandmother drives. <laughs> 26 and a 65. Yeah. She loves it. The Canadian one? The wind going through her hair. Yeah. The dragon one? Yeah, she doesn't drive cars. There are no cars in Canada. Well, you know, it's just uh, it's just moose vehicles. All moose, right. Moose wagons. Garland. What you got, Kip? Moose stagecoaches. So, Isaiah Thomas went to go work for NBA TV in 2012, and he would poorly and inaccurately 
of how you ate basketball games. Guess what team hired him next? And I'll give you a hint. It's not the NBA oh. or college. Is it Spain? Nope. It's in the United States and they have vaginas. I'm drawing a blank here, Kip. The WNBA. Really? Yeah. To now, do what? Is that what they have? Yeah. The, the, wait, vaginas or basketball? Uh, either one. I mean, I'm sure they have basketball. Garland, you're a, you're a former basketball player and coach. That uh, is true. How is coaching women different from coaching men? Well, first off, you can't slap them on the ass every time they make a good play. That's true. Second off, you have to have a break every 20 minutes because of their periods. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a doctor. That's, a, that's about it, actually. How how and the often fact do that you, you don't think, ever win? How often do you think women menstruate? <laughs> a third of every hour. Yeah, I I clearly stated it. It's totally true though. Women. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to develop tech to deal with a problem like that. Well, I mean, the more athletic you are, the more you menstruate. That's scientifically proven, crazy Caleb. I heard that. I heard it on Fortune. We're scientists here at Info Sports now. I'm so glad Darth Sharon isn't here. She'd be pissed off if she heard that shit. Oh, yeah. What do you want, Muscadine Benny? Shut the fuck up. I'm almost done. Shit. Um, shit. Where was I? Okay. Oh, so he went to go on and coach the New York Liberty and the WNBA. Because Isaiah Thomas believes in equality. So he can't just ruin the men's team. He has to ruin the women's team, too. Right. And, uh, I mean, it didn't go that bad. All he did was just former his old NBA coach, Bill Lambeer, because cronyism. Right. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, if you're going to corrupt, you corrupt the best way you can. For sure. Oh, yeah. So he got fired from that, too. Anyway, Isaiah Thomas, you know, in conclusion here, Isaiah Thomas, great basketball player. Not so great executive. I, I think we could all agree on oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, let's talk about the good things Isaiah Thomas did on the basketball court. Okay? Okay. He drafted Tracy McGrady. That was pretty good. He got Jermaine O'Neal to the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Okay. And all right. I mean, that's, that's kind of all I got for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about other good things, I guess, arguably, that he did. Invested in green energy before it was popular. Made plenty of investments in the schools and the community in New York, Indiana, Chicago, and Canada. Um, he actually started websites for the CPA um, and started video streaming before any other sports league ever did. Because he saw it as the future of entertainment consumption this was in, in 1998. 98, wow. Yeah. So he was actually the first person to really get sports streaming started with websites. The wow. NBA eventually partnered with him and his companies on that. Um, in 1998, he founded Mary's Court, a foundation that supports economically disadvantaged parents. So much so that he's received plenty of humanitarian medals and other um, awards acknowledging his support for the community. Yeah. He founded the Peace League, 
a community outreach basketball league in Chicago that promoted growth, education, and nonviolence, so much so that the police department also gave him a dinner acknowledging how much crime went down. Wow. All of those things are gay and socialist and are not good for America. Well, I don't know about that, Kip. Sounds pretty sweet to me. I'm just saying that normally during InfoSports Now, I give all of my truth, which is absolutely true. Sure. But also during this show, we objectively look at things that actually happened. And we make conclusions from that as well, very fairly and objectively, as I have just done. Hmm. I don't know. I think we all know that's not true. Who, Whose side are you on, Crazy Caleb? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I'm stuck here with both of you, but uh, I don't know. Sounds like the man's done some good in the world. I mean, if you're a socialist commie. Absolutely. And I am. And I think that this is the kind of stuff that uh, we need more of. Don't be a vagina, Crazy Caleb. Yeah. Final thoughts not. for today. Final thoughts. Garland, what you got? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, Isaiah Thomas is kind of a fucking doucher. But realistically, yeah, totally. I'm going with the fuck LeBron. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Fuck LeBron James. Crazy Caleb, what do you got? You know, this show is like watching the X-Files on Fast Forward. Like, it's conspiracy theory this, aliens that. I don't know where the Achilles is, really, on a human being, but I do know one thing. I I kind of gone easy on this the last episode or two, but I don't think that you folks listening should give these people any money at all. And I think that the reason you shouldn't do it is that they just continue to lie to you, and they lie to me. Sometimes I forget that. I've sat here for so long that it's it's hard really to tell what's the truth anymore. What the but fuck? anyhow, the fuck is an epiphany? What is what is he saying are, right now? Are you oh, having yeah. an epiphany or a soliloquy? Both words are Latin, I think. I guess, uh, you know, I think uh, Isaiah Thomas deserves some respect. Well, he does deserve respect for being a part of the CBA, which did once have the Mississippi Jets. Absolutely. Um, also, I'm only saying this because I really mean it. I really mean it. This is the least I have lost. <laughs> this is the least I've been truthy in any episode we've ever done. You have you have cut back, okay? And because of that, you should believe me more in the future, America. Secondly, fuck LeBron James. All right, everything about that Mars shit, Cthulhu. Kawhi Leonard, Hillary Clinton, yeah, LeBron James, all of that is true. Okay. All of it. Every yeah. single bit. Yeah, that's specifically what I mean, I think, mostly when I'm talking about you lying to your listeners. This is, uh, you know, this is just wild to me. It's not a lie if you believe it. Ah, uh, well, you know, in sure. a way, you're right. Thank you. Jesus. This has been a great episode of Info Sports Now. Hey, drop us a line on our Twitter Email us, is, or sorry, our Twitter is ISNTruth. Email us, infosportsnowtruth at gmail.com. Let us know things you want us to cover inaccurately. Because Infosports Now, the number one misleader in sports and politics, we got your back. We'll totally do whatever you want as long as you give us money. And 
if you're interested in anything, we are up for the challenge. Ain't that right, guys? Very true. Crazy Caleb, right? I guess I have to be. Well, yeah. I mean, contractually, you do. Yeah. This is what we do here. I'm very proud of us today. We totally analyze Isaiah Thomas completely objectively, and we were very accurate with our information. Oh, yeah. Excellent program. Right? Crazy Caleb, right? I'll see you guys next time. Roll up that weed, cabbage. Wait, jazz cabbage. Okay, it's weed. Hey, you got them things, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Info Sports Now. We'll catch you next week where... Okay, guys. Are you ready for what we're going to do next week? What uh, what am I going to be forced to do? Have you ever heard of the Las Vegas Posse? Oh, God, no. I stay away from Nevada. Oh, man. You will next week. It's going to be great. What does Las Vegas and Cthulhu have in common? You'll find out next week. Info Sports Now. Mm-hmm.